What up, everybody, and welcome to our fourth Trick Has a Podcast. For this week, I brought back Other Side. He'll probably be here damn near every week unless I can sneak in some other guests because Other Side is a very reliable person. And he has thoughts, so I like him being here. That's my intro to Other Side. Hi, Other Side. Hi. Hello. Hello. Well, welcome back. Hey, man. Dude, we have been out of the game for many days, many hours. Some would say centuries in different time spans and alternate universes, but, you know, that's nerd shit. So we've been gone for like two weeks, and both of us have been on like kind of weird vacations. You left first. Where'd you go? I uh, decided, you know, I couldn't have enough of Twitch, so I decided to go into TwitchCon. No. Pretty, pretty exciting. Quite the travel. I got to go with uh, my fiance, Bert. That's Bert. Been fun. The one and Bert. only. Bert. Did he have fun? Did he enjoy it? He did. He did enjoy himself, at least as far as I know, unless he is lying. But I, I feel like Bert so. would never admit to not liking something because he looks at the world so positively that he's like, you know what? In the grand scheme of games, who cares? This was great overall. Yeah, I, think it's, I think it's built inside of him. It's inside of his coding you mm-hmm. know, to enjoy whatever I like. So he just follows me around and we have fun. So what did you do at TwitchCon? Did you see like the, the, the backbreaking and all that shit? Were you a part of that? I unfortunately didn't see any of that and fortunately at the same time yeah but uh yeah no i didn't hear about that at all they kept that really hush hush which is quite surprising like nobody was talking about it at all there were people going on after that had happened uh but other than that did you have fun besides that one i had a great time we actually met up with a bunch of different people that i met from your stream to be honest like jay oh yeah was there noctis was there ash was there a uh, bunch of a bunch of crazy craziness is, uh, was going down out at the same. There's a lot of partying, a lot of drinking, a lot of wandering around, Animals. a lot of scooters. Getting too old scooters. for that, man. Scooters? Wait, Dude, what? They put fucking regulators on these scooters, man. I'm so sad. I, it's it was regulators on scooters. Who are they? Where are the scooters from? Was it at the Airbnb? I feel like we're missing a lot of details, but you also oh. have like pent up aggression over the scooters, so like we need <laughs> the story to be set. Okay, so it, when I first started riding these scooters, it was in Austin, Texas, and you could just hop on. There would be scooters just scattered throughout the entire city, okay. and you could just scan them on a barcode and then start riding. And they'll go up to like 15 miles per hour, and you're just hauling ass, jumping off of all of the curbs, going off the sidewalk, doing whatever you This felt, sounds really you know. unsafe. You know, it you was probably. No, no. So it no. wasn't safe. Yep. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you're okay. You know what, actually? I realize now the regulators were necessary. They are necessary. My God. <laughs> I can't imagine the lawsuits. Jeez. Probably. No, but TwitchCon was a good experience. Uh, you got to have, meet a bunch of people from chat and mm-hmm. hang out with a lot of people. I felt famous at one point. I was wearing a Pokemon suit. And I'm not kidding. I couldn't walk five feet at the party because the more drunk that everyone got, it was you could only go in once. You couldn't. It's no reentry. So the more people stayed there, the drunker that they got. And then I had a line of people asking me for pictures, which is the craziest effect. You, you, I'm sure you already know from your experience with being a caster. It was probably oh yeah, totally. Mine. I'm just yep. That's me. Just photograph God. Everyone wants a picture with me for uh, sure. Yeah, bl- Blizzard. That never happened when you'd be at BlizzCon. Yeah, I mean, it did, but you know, it, it is what it is. Yeah, I get you. Sometimes you just get caught up in a corner. Yeah, mm-hmm. being sociable is probably the hardest part because like. Um, bless everyone's hearts that comes up, but like the most difficult thing is like when the conversation's over 
and you're trying to give like your social cues but their social cues aren't matching up with your social cues and then you're kind of just both hovering and then you're just like so video games right like because uh, what else are you gonna talk about you don't you don't barely know this person no I, i've been there yeah no it, it's enjoyable sometimes yeah you just gotta have the exit you know you gotta have that like yeah. that vibe to you that you got a lot of going on I just be like, hey, I got oh, someone yeah, else hey, talk yeah, to you. Oh, yeah, hey, yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. Bump. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, totally awesome. And then you just keep moving. You just keep pushing it. Yeah, it feels I, I, like, yeah, you don't want to be a butthead or anything, but just like sometimes after five minutes, conversations are over, and that's okay. You just move on and go do other stuff. But And like speaking like of a blizzard, you were at an event. You said you went somewhere. Where, where the hell were you at? Oh, yeah. So, gosh. It's such a blur. It started uh, last Thursday. No, a Thursday and a half ago. So I was originally going to be going to Universal Studios with my buddy uh, Walter, as we always do. We celebrate and go to Horrors Nights, and it's been a tradition that he's been doing forever. So I've been into it for two, maybe three years now, and was looking forward to our next year. Um, and uh, I also, around like February, agreed to do a tournament for esports uh, for Heroes of the Storm. And they wound up being on the same weekend. Uh, but I wanted to do right by the Heroes community. I also wanted to have a chance to like go by and see Heroes once again. Because like, that was a big portion of my life. So I kind of just wanted to go to an event. And the Heroes International in Miami occurred. I got to co-cast with Caldor, Michael Udall, Fan, <laughs> Justing. And it was just a great weekend with the boys, right? Like it was, just, it was a great weekend being surrounded by some... Nerds, we all know life this game for a long time. We've kind of taken a step back, except for Caldor, because that guy just... So all he does is grind one game. One day, he's going to play God of War. I'm going to get it from him. <laughs> uh, but, like, if I ever want to talk to Calabar about heroes, he's got me for hours, you know? So he's, he's the guy when it comes to that game. Um, but, yeah, we all got to come back and visit and see everyone's doing. Like, Michael Udall is living up in Oregon now, and it's just, like, it's interesting to see him as a college student because I first met him with Heroes of the Dorm, which was a huge thing that happened um, under Blizzard Entertainment where they ran a tournament for college students, and the team that won had their college tuition paid and michael udall was the first one there i had to cast that and that was like a 30-day event that i did so it was really cool to see him and as he's been growing for the last five years six years like it's just wild to see uh these people that i knew as <laughs> not children but teenagers and they're growing up and becoming full adults so that was really really interesting and some of them were playing on the stage there's one that i've butted head with in storm league all the time like i've talked mad shit on this guy and no way yeah, and i'm just like no oh. way and like i don't want to be the guy that's like that's like, uh, you know, trying to double down on that shit talk. Like, it's video games, right? So I wanted to be, like, friendly and approachable. So I was hoping to, like, approach him and see if everything was cool. And he actually, like, uh, they approached me and like, their little group of friends. Like, he's like, hey, uh, I'm Nintori. And then he, like, gave me a fist bump and everything. And then I was like, oh, I guess we're just cool. And I was like, hey, sorry for the shit talk, you know, but video games? He's like, yeah, video games is cool. And then it was, just, it was cool to, like, have the interaction because, like, online, everyone's back talks and you can't read anyone's words in any way or form, and then if you're a streamer, you have a one-way street where all you see is someone sucking it up all day. You don't know the amount of work they're doing or trying to get better, or if they're just pissed off because they've heard you talk shit, or they're nervous because they've heard you talk shit. Like, it's just it's just a, a bad situation to, like, talk smack, um, and you never get to have that redemption or that conversation around it, and so it's cool to finally have a few of those. I was about to say, that's got to be nice to have yeah. that, like, that moment of redemption, you know? It's like, oh, let's have a conversation, let's talk. Oh, yeah, it's, it's just, nice to be able to see you in person. It's nice to see that uh, a lot of people saw what I saw as just, like, friendly smack talk, but then, like, sometimes you see, like, Twitch chatters be like, this is toxic, like, you're ruining everyone's life. Like, you're not. And it's good to see that, like, there's still gamers out there that are still competitive 
Um, which is a weird tangent. I didn't expect to come out of that. I had fun. I was in Miami for three days. That's what I did. And then I went to a wedding afterwards with my who, girlfriend. Before we go to the wedding, who, who set up this event? Like, what the hell? Like, I'm confu- confused on where this came from. Yeah, um, I didn't know the fella. His name is Kevin. He actually runs a land center down there in Miami. He put his own money into the thing. Uh, there were some community nice. donations as well and a few other people. Like, here's the thing about what? HOTS. There are people that play HOTS that have money. And they want to just enjoy esports, right? And a few of them got together and put on this tournament here, um, and hoping to kind of keep the lifeline of the community going. Because there are people that fucking care about it. Like, I think the biggest thing I learned from this uh, event is like there are parts of me that still just fucking love the heroes community. Like, they're so grassroots. They're pushing their best. Like, the ones that aren't assholes that are talking all day online generally just care about the game and they just want it to do well. And they don't care if you often play League or Dota. They don't want to shit talk it. They just don't care about it, which is fine, right? Um, so I, I love, yeah, I love that part of the community. And then the other part is like the people that are usually on Twitch chat and will never show their face ever at a land or whatever. And are just talking fucking mad smack. And all they do that do is uh, they do that on every caster, every player, every person on Reddit. <laughs> they just download everything. Like I did an AMA and like someone that, uh, hasn't watched my stream aside from heroes was like, <laughs> uh, what was the comment? He was like, uh, just, do you ever feel bad about all the toxicity you put into storm league? Like you just, you kind of ruin the community a little bit. And I just respond back to was like, no, you all fucking suck. Like that's just how it is. <laughs> right. Cause like, the, like it, it, the frustration isn't about who you are as a person. It's just that the game isn't set up for people to play in storm league anymore. You can't solo the game anymore. Like, People call League Toxics all the time, but at least the game is playable. Like, and it's very carryable. Like, you can yeah, like, quickly it, scale. It's playable, and it's just because people actually have to be good at that game because they have a big population. So, cream of the crop naturally rises, right? So, that makes natural competitiveness. When you have a small community like Heroes of Storm, when people are mean to you or trying to ask you to play better and you don't ask questions, it just becomes this big disconnect and a knowledge gap, and it just makes the games feel worse. And that's kind of where it's at. Like, the esports community is up here. And the casual player base like isn't even scratching the door of like what you can play. Not the game. even not close. even close. Like all they see is a build order on someone, and they don't they don't understand why you unfold the map right that. So that's a really hard disconnect. And until heroes get a population boost, like it's never gonna be at that spot. And so you know, um, I I just wish the people that play the game casually but try to play it competitively would just put more effort in, and then I would be cool with them. But until then, mm, have annoying. you been playing League at all recently? Yeah, which is funny because like after the Heroes tournament, <laughs> I've been hating League. <laughs> I after World started after World started. I'm not kidding either. It's not a joke. It has been the worst experience I have ever had uh-huh. in ever. Well, I'm I, talking about consistently. I think that's common actually. So this is your first time like playing League for the year. I think around this time is where quality dips, mostly because the season's coming to an end. Um, and they're going to be setting up all the reworks for the next time. And they've already started announcing all those reworks and all those new issues. So one, people are jumping at the last second to try and get through ranked, and they haven't played for months. People are getting more laxed because they know ranked doesn't mean anything soon. And then the then you have the tryhards, and all three all mixing together, it, it can make some rough games, you know. Yeah. Yep. I agree. And I feel you. Like well, I, I'm there too. Like I'm seeing it as well. I. I've, but then again, I've had other games I've wanted to play. Um, so I, I don't want to go too far off the wedding though. I, oh, yeah. I, oh yeah, the wedding though. I want to know about the wedding. Yeah, how, so how was the wedding? Is this, this is, how this many is... weddings have you been into? Is this like you've been it, you just, it, a lot of weddings, or is this like your first? You know, when I was a teenager, I was always asked to do the chaperoning of the person with the ring or whatever because I 
I don't know. That's just like what I was recommended for. My they, looked, they looked at you and they were like, yeah. I did that for like four or five. I think it's because I looked good in the suit. I don't know. For an eight-year-old, I just rocked it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but <laughs> no. Um, so I had a lot when I was a kid, but I don't like remember being into them or like appreciating like, you know, the positivity, the love everywhere, you know, the pictures, people just being completely into each other for a little bit. Um, so it was really kind of cute. I have two weddings this year, which uh, I was jazzed for the first one that I was invited to. Um, because one of my uh, good friends, Lana, uh, her and her fiance, Jeff, are getting what? married. And I'm so excited for them. I believe it's next month, so I can't wait to go there. And they, they, they were talking about having Smash at their tournament, at their wedding. And I was like, <laughs> I was like if there's Smash, I will commentate all those nerds there, too. So I think it'll be really, really fun to do that. Um, but yeah, I got to go with my current girlfriend, and uh, it was a great week. You know, we went up to San Jose, and we saw... A beautiful portion of California. Uh, we were outside for a majority of the time, so that was kind of weird. I didn't. I also tried to like break my ca- caffeine habit, so I was just like deathly Oof. exhausted, but also like super invested in everything. Um, and then we did the wedding, and uh, my girlfriend's a dancer. She loves dancing, and um, I tried to go up there and dance. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I just didn't know how outclassed I am. I like sometimes I can have rhythm. Like in games, I can have rhythm. I can hit rhythm if I have like a score or a mark. But freestyle dancing to a beat <laughs> with your feet and your hands, and then you have like the body in between is the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. Um, so I think coming out of that wedding, we learned that maybe we're gonna go do some dance lessons together, and I'm kind of excited for that. So I am in love with this idea. What? Yeah, it should be pretty pretty fun. That'd be cool. And uh, I'm I'm just more nervous of like... So when I play with someone that is new to a game, I kind of baby them. I'm like, oh, you got this. You know, I'm trying to like push them up and all that stuff. But I don't want that shit when I'm learning something new. I want someone to be fucking mean to me. And so I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of curious how my girlfriend, who's an amazing dancer and has been nothing but a kind sweetheart to me, is just going to be like... You suck ass. Like, I can't see her saying that, but I need that to be said to me. So I'm like, no, I'm going to prove you wrong, you know? So I'm kind of I'm kind of curious how the dance lesson will go, but maybe I'll get an update you're, on that in the future. Your little your little dip look pretty. Look yeah, pretty. like, I don't know. Yeah. I just, Is it on I, time? And you're like, I, just, like, I know nice. it's fucking not. Like, I can count. What's the steps here, you know? <laughs> like, I need I need someone to bark at me, right? Uh, well, we'll see how it goes. Um, but yeah, that was that, and that was that was kind of my week, and then uh, I came back and had this sniffle slash like throat, so a little groggy, but uh, I'm pushing through it because I miss streaming. I think that's the best part about going on a break is like you're reminded of like rejuvenating how cool of a job you have. You get really really excited, and I'll be I'll be excited and happy and nice to most people in my chat for like three weeks, and then I'll go back to being jaded and cynical. But for now, <laughs> it, it's a great time to be in my stream, so make sure to drop those subs. Yeah, you know? right. And- yep. <laughs> But yeah, yeah no, I, I think about I think about how like blessed um, just being able to be a content creator. It just feels super nice. It, it's a lot of work and it's hard. It's stressful, but it's very rewarding. It, it's 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 um, it's hard to explain. I guess, uh, yeah, well, I mean, I think uh, sometimes what we forget about or I've gotten better explaining it lately is like because when I was at the wedding, they kept asking me about streaming. I was like. My job literally is to put out more energy than I have every day <laughs> and just like get people excited about things that I am excited about. I just need to fucking do it times 10. And it's like, oh, okay, that makes sense. All right. Because people need to read that excitement. That's your job. It's just kind of like to hype people up on things, video games and uh, when they whatever. Ask, do you say Twitch or you go to YouTube first? Twitch. 
Cause I mean, I'm, I'm gonna start doing my first YouTube stream, but my I feel like my YouTube is pitiful to look at right now. It's gotten a lot better. It's growing. Thumbnails are better. You know, viewers I are finally coming. I love the thumbnails. Yeah. though. I actually love the direction that you've taken. Like it's, it's taking some time, but I think that it will pay off. It's a it's a it's a work and it's a project that like I I'm kind of proud of, but also like why it takes so long on certain things, all that stuff. It's just so. I usually don't tell people about my YouTube until it pops off itself. <laughs> we'll see what happens. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, usually my Twitch because my Twitch is pretty chill and I have a lot of cool people in there. So usually if someone first comes up and they're kind of like lurking, they're like, what is this saying? It's usually not going to be too bad unless they record some random line about me. You know, like this week where we were talking about Batman. We were playing Gotham Knights. Trash game, by the way. Do not play Gotham Knights. My God. Um, we were talking about the characters and like, do you like Jason Todd or do you like Dick Grayson? And I was, I thought about it for a second. I was like, uh, I like Dick Grayson because of these. And I kept explaining, and they fucking clipped just that portion and it shared everywhere. It's just like, okay, all right, cool guys. <laughs> Put words in my mouth. Why don't? You? Well, I was like, it's my words, but edit words into my mouth. Um, so, with that being said, let's move on to our next subject. Unless you have anything else that you want to talk about on vacation. Anything? No, nothing. Anything? I want to talk about games. Okay, so we are getting towards that part of the year where Game of the Year contenders need to be discussed. Um, and I, well, I was looking at the list of games that were released in 2022, and I'm actually like quite surprised. There's like... Not that many. There's, no, no. Have there's... you wait? Okay, I had some enjoyable game. Okay, well, tune. Well, okay, you first. Well, I'll wait. I'll, okay. wait. I'll wait. I'll wait. Not to like talk shit, but you just finally started fucking playing video games. Like it's your first year. Every game's amazing to you. So like, it's, I'm happy for you. I'm happy for you. I wish my game burnout wasn't so fast though. It takes me like I get burnout on games, and then I can't play games for like six months. I don't. I don't I maybe you should sleep in between sessions or something. If you're just like beelining straightforward sometimes it's hard to cherish a game like yeah episodic content like think on that for a day or two man like it's a black mirror episode i guess that's not part of like my personality you're just like, all in on yeah, yeah that's whatever just, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 i mean you're young I think there's a you'll, balance though you know? you'll pass like 30 someday and you'll just i'm play. young i cannot okay wait you're hang young. on let me give a little bit of context to what i'm about to say there's this one time where this dude we're friends, and he's talking on stream. He's like, something, 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 uh, 25. He thought I was 25 years old. Yeah. I'm fucking 31. I still keep thinking you're like 28. I was about to tell you when you get past 30, you'll get jaded and slower at video games. <laughs> Maybe you just fucking suck at gaming, bro. It's time to stop it. I do. I do. I'm no, telling you, you, I do. You do you. Okay. I, I okay. enjoyed my video games, though. All right. Straight to game of the year contenders. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, so I think there's like five that are probably shoe-ins to be picked. Um, there hasn't been nominations yet. Usually what I go by are the Game Awards show. I really like that one in particular. And then there's a few YouTubers that I pay attention to, like Force Gaming and whatnot. Um, but for the Game Awards this year, I'm assuming Elden Ring's going to be on that list. 100%. Horizon Forbidden West. Uh, and this is where it starts to get a little bit off for me. I think God of War is going to be up there, but it hasn't released yet. Uh, and there is also another one that is uh, not being played until next month as well. The Callisto Protocol, which is going to be the Dead Space uh, developers creating their own game, which this one looks pretty sick, but it is a spooky game. Spooky games don't normally win Game of the Year. And then other than that, you got like Tunic there, Lego Star Wars, which a lot of people liked. I didn't really play that one myself. They're usually a little more goofy, but I I've heard this one was fun. Was it good? It was okay. Fun. Yeah, it was 
Uh, there's one that just came out this last week, which I think is actually up there to be contested. Is It's a Plague Tale Requiem uh, for a game of the year because it's similar to The Last of Us in terms of like an emotional spike, um, but uh, not as aggressive or as long. And then from there, there's some interesting games that kind of stand out, like Strangers of Paradise, which I don't think is going to be up there for being contested with, but a game that I loved. Ghostwire Tokyo was fun this year. Mario plus Rabbids is incredible, but it's also an XCOM uh, type of game that's going to be recycled through Mario. And then there was Sifu, which was a fun little indie game. But other than that, I, I feel like Horizon from the West, Elden Ring, and God of War are probably like the I think yeah the ones, you know? Be. Yeah, no, no, for sure. I, I think that those will... I think Elden Ring should hands down win. Why? And Horizon, you tell me I mean, why, because I'm the hater here. Just just because of how big of a splash it was. I, it's not like it was a game... I don't, I've never played the game itself, and I, I will probably never, ever play the game. I can barely stand Souls-like games at all. Um, but it's just it was, it was a huge splash, and a lot of people enjoy it, and there's so much to dive into, so much depth to that game, and it kind of just lets you do what you want and lets it set you free. I don't know. It just seems like a very exciting game. I can see where people get it. Yeah. Like where what's so inviting to them. I think because Horizon was an exclusive to PlayStation that it hurts it um, to be Ooh. the contender. But I forgot about that. I like Horizon for the opposite reasons why everyone likes Elden Ring. So obviously, as a contrarian that I be, go ahead. What's up? Is is God wait, is God of War? What's that being released on? It's uh, two weeks. So it's coming out on November 9th. It will no, be no, no, like like. Oh, that's console. PlayStation 5, but it doesn't matter Just when it comes to God of War. 5? Yeah, for now. And then they release it usually a couple years later. So, wow. But it is God of War. Red Dead Redemption is also one of PlayStation as well. It's just that Horizon's kind of in the sci-fi. It's popular, but a slight margin underneath all the huge games. It's, it's kind of weird. Um, but I like Horizon Forbidden West for the opposite reason why everyone else like Elden Ring. Elden Ring did a great job of just giving you a sandbox and saying, go do what you want to do. We give you tools and abilities to level up if you want to. You can become a god. You fight with whatever weapons. From software games have always excelled at having different weapons. It's what they do. And they did create a sandbox where you can kind of run around. For me, I felt like things were kind of a little bit repetitive. It was great how big it was. I only put about 30 to 40 hours into it. But um, I've always been like on the portion of from software games of enjoying them, but annoyed and kind of not really want to dive deep because of the community that surrounds them. I just fucking hate this get good mentality. That they just mm-hmm. throw on everybody and they just like use it as like a, a pride of passage and be like, you know, I got good, so now you gotta get good, blah, blah. The reason why I hate that is because when people are in the process of getting good, they talk so much fucking mad shit the entire time when they're getting good <laughs> that they're just like trying to get under your skin and it's like, almost like bully you into like stopping the game so they can keep that pride over you. And so that whole mindset tilts me. Like every time that I stream those games, I hate looking over my chapter like my fourth or fifth try and someone's like, oh. He's still stuck on this boss. <laughs> and like, oh my god, that gets under my skin because I know that fucker spent three hours in the same boss. Anyways, side tangent aside, um, I think Elden Ring's a pretty awesome game, um, but I do think that Horizon Forbidden West for me nailed the other aspect of they gave you a playground that was fleshed out to a degree to where you can go in any direction and you had something to do. There wasn't this weird, big, or not weird, um, this desolate feeling of being lost. You were in a living, breathing world that was created by artificial intelligence. It had fucking robots spreading out. Uh, trying not to get too far into spoilers because if you didn't play the first game, fuck it. If you play the first game, if you don't play the first game, you gotta go play it yourself. This is your spoiler warning. Uh, these. Animals. Wait, you're going to spoil it for me. You've watched me play like twice. You kind of get it, don't you? 
Sort of? No, I, you fucking didn't even pay attention. You're not even going to play it. You won't. Oh, I'm too tired. It's <laughs> too much work. It. It's a 30-hour game. It. Um, the- hey, okay. Fuck that, all right? <laughs> it's hard for me to focus for 30 hours. It's not my fault. Okay. The games are good. Then the I'm allowed to spoil great. it for you then because okay, you won't play ahead, it. You're right. <laughs> um, so it's not even a massive spoiler. Basically, all those animals are there to rehabilitate Earth. They're building it from the ground up. Uh, They're planting seeds. I'm They're never gonna go getting play that water game, going. They're creating the atmosphere once again. They're all there because old humans devour themselves by creating an artificial intelligence too fast. This second game followed up immediately perfectly on the first one. It showed you a brand new zone and a new area, giving you new enemies, and also sets themselves up for space exploration towards the end to move into third different games. Like, it's such a great sequel, and it's such a great design of open-world exploration while just weaving in this massively beautiful story. And here's the best part, too. When you play open-world games, side quests are usually there to kind of help you get, like, power spiked or whatnot, but the side quests are done as a way for you to explore the world and naturally progress with the main story. So you can skip them, and it's going to be a little bit more difficult to beat this weird foreign area. Or you can learn the ways of the land, learn how they battle things, get stronger over time, and just fucking destroy this entire environment you live in. It's an incredible game. Do you have thoughts? I see your face before I go. Well, I'm just thinking about how, like, earlier you said you had to make the games... You already like the games. We have to make them sound ten times better for... I I don't even want to play that game, but when I'm listening to you talk about it, I want to play the game. Horizon <laughs> is going to be one of those series that, like, 10, 15, 20 years later, we're going to be like, man, I wish I had another one of those to play. Just because what they excel at is just something that uh, I feel like we haven't touched in other video games. Um, and I hope Guerrilla Games can continue being as awesome as they are as we go into the third one, because it's got to come at some point. But anyways, that's why Horizon wins for me, and I can appreciate why Elden Ring it does exist. Um... But I, other than that, like, I think everyone's actual main home foe and what everyone thinks is going to be both of those is going to be God of War. And from how early you, reviews, it seems how great. How do you pick? How do you pick from all of these games, you know, and just go say, hey, I'm going to play that one? Here's what's cool about being a content creator. I don't have to pick. I just play them all because luckily people that do watch us give us the time to actually play them and then give an actual opinion on it so they can use that and go make their own decisions of vote. You know what I'm saying? I'm just happy to play all three. And then I get fulfilled on whatever ones I don't like. I play through the ones that I do love all the way. And, you know, honestly, like, even though there were a small amount of games this year that I thought were stellar and actually delivered on their promises, at least the ones that did come out were top tier and can be in this, like, list of us to discuss, right? It makes it that much more harder to pick one. I, my, mine for me is not going to be talked about much. I'm probably not even brought up, if at all, it is like Tunic I really enjoyed. It was. I didn't a play Tunic. Puzzles. I've heard a lot I of good really vibes about it. Would. What's it about? It, it, it's, it's about a little fox. He like loses his powers, and um, he's trying to figure out what's like pretty much what's happening, what world he's in. Mm-hmm. He's trying to redeem himself, but he the the whole time there's no dialogue. He doesn't like say anything. Kind of like Zelda. It's very similar to Zelda. Like a lot of hidden puzzle pieces, things that you can go and unlock, but you have to like figure them out. It, it was just a lot of fun. It, it just made you think a lot. It's a lot of puzzle solving, and it's like top down, so it's not confusing. It's not easy to get lost. That's another reason why I just can't play Elden Ring. I mean, it sounds like a love letter to 2D over the top Zelda. That's what it sounds like to me. It's a lot of fun. Do you do you break pots and get emeralds? You very much so do. All right, Fox Zelda. I'm down. <laughs> you sold it. That's all we gotta do. <laughs> just go for it. I think that uh, one has a good chance. I think some people are throwing out Stray, but I feel like Stray in hindsight was a fun game. 
but it's not a game that makes me think about it. Like I haven't thought about it since I've bought, I've beaten that game. Have you played as Dusk Falls? As Dusk Falls? No. What, what's that one? That game is like a what's it called when you have choices to pick from the turn, you know, like interactive story stories. Base? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. That came out this year. I believe so. Yeah, yeah, yeah it did. Yep, twenty twenty two. It's a lot of fun, and and then also you could have chat interaction, and then they get to pick what happens, but you can also veto their choices easily. But it's just so much fun when they're all invested, and you're like watching a movie. It's like the quarry a little bit. Which the quarry was another one of those single player games that delivered was this it, year it was fun i was yeah. thinking about playing it if you enjoyed until dawn which is their first game but you felt like it was a little bit long they had a few moments that kind of um, let them breathe a bit too much and there was some clunkiness overall but you enjoyed it overall you would love the quarry you play that like <laughs> i was so goddamn invested in that the quarry just clean they have it's just it's them cleaning up everything about their prior games and if it's the type of game you want if you want to play an 80s horror story where you make the decisions the dumb kids die because of you go for it that's the game that does it all day every day you'll be happy 100 mr other side where can people find you if they want to check out your stream whenever it does return from your vacation is <laughs> or maybe you have some cool tiktoks to share oh it's definitely gonna i'll be back to streaming here on monday but uh twitch.tv forward slash the other side and you can find me on all platforms, TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube with all of that the other side. Beautiful. <laughs> all right, man. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. Thank you so much. All right. Goodbye.